What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 105 of the Tatiana Harness podcast. Today, first off, I know it's Christmas Eve, at least where I live. For some of you listening, it could be Christmas Day. So, Merry Christmas Eve or Merry Christmas. I know our family, we aren't doing too much this year. We're just hanging out and spending time with the family. And obviously, Liv and I are still training, getting shots up and getting work in. And clearly, I'm still doing a podcast with you guys. And I'm super excited today uh, to do this podcast because ESPN just recently put out like a uh, rankings for the top 25 players or in their opinion, the top 25 players. And then also like player of the week, team of the week, game of the week, coach of the week. And then the new rankings for the woman for uh, the NCAA. So I'm really excited, first of all. And... Um, what else? I know I have had a lot of practices this week for my team. We have a game coming up this week on the 28th through the 31st, so New Year's. It'll be the last tournament of 2022, which is absolutely crazy. And I know I'll have another podcast after this one coming out to you guys before New Year's. And that way we can have a fresh start to 2023. I know 2023 is going to be a good year. Okay, let's get started with the podcast for today. So the first thing I'm going to start off with was um, as of 12-22, December 22nd, which that would now be two days ago, uh, ESPN put out rankings for their opinion of the top 25 NCAA women's basketball players. So I'm going to go in order what team they play for, some of their averages, what class they are. That type of stuff. And then afterwards, I'm going to go over some of the uh, girls that also received votes and that aren't ranked in the top 25, in which those go in alphabetical order. Okay, let's get started. So their opinion, number one ranked player, I bet you all could probably guess it, Olia Boston. She is a forward for South Carolina. This year, she is a senior, in which those of you that listen to my mock draft, I think everybody thinks she's going to go number one. So far this year, she's averaging 12.4 points per game and 9.6 rebounds per game. And again, I know, um, actually, I don't, um, wait, this was as of the 22nd. I know they had a game on the 22nd, too, some of the, some of these teams that I'm going to list did. So for, uh, these, this was all before their previous games, just to let you guys know. And number two is Caitlin Clark from the University of Iowa. She's an incredible guard who's just a junior this year. She's averaging 27 points per game, 7.7 rebounds per game, and 7.1 assists per game. She's been clutch so far, and in my opinion, I personally think she should be number one and Aaliyah Boston should be number two this year so far. I think Caitlin Clark has outperformed Aaliyah, but... We'll see. Aliyah might be stepping it up since it's becoming closer to playoff, uh, to March Madness. The number three player is Azzy Fudd for UConn, who's a guard. She's only a sophomore, so we're gonna st- we're still gonna see another two years of her. That's so exciting. Um, obviously she's hurt right now, so she's been sitting out the last couple games. But before that, she's been she was averaging twenty point six points per game and two point seven assists per game. Number four is uh, Olivia Miles. She is a guard and can sometimes play forward, but is mainly point guard for Notre Dame. She's also just a sophomore. She's averaging 15.3 points per game, 8.2 rebounds per game, and 7.6 assists per game. 
Um, and then we also have at number five, Cameron Brink for Stanford, who is a forward, and she's a junior, so we'll be seeing her next year. Uh, she's averaging 13.2 points per game, eight rebounds per game. So, so far, I think the top five are pretty accurate. I think below here is where it gets interesting. Um, but I definitely think top five are accurate. I think Aaliyah and Caitlin Clark are considerably could be switchable. So, we'll see. Number six is Haley Jones for Stanford, who's a guard slash forward. She's a senior this year. She's averaging 11.8 points per game, 7.2 rebounds, and 3.5 assists. So, I see what they're saying here, but I know Haley Jones is incredible, but if we're basing it off of this year, I don't know if she should be 6. In my opinion, I would put her at 8th, um, and I'll tell you who I think she goes 6th and 7th. At number 7, I have Elizabeth Kitley for Virginia Tech. She's a forward who's a senior as well this year. Averaging 19.1 points per game and 11.6 rebounds per game. She's been incredible and obviously is leading Virginia Tech to a lot of wins. I keep Elizabeth Kitley right where she's at at number 7. Uh, who I think should be number 6 but is number 8 is Angel Reese for LSU. She's a guard slash forward sophomore. So you see what she's doing this year? Another two years we have for her. She's averaging 24.6 points per game and 14.7 rebounds a game. That's incredible. This year, she's been so amazing. I don't understand how she's number eight. She should at least be number six. And it could be considered, she could be above Cameron Brink at number five um, based on performances this year. At number nine, we have Anissa Morrow from DePaul. She is a guard who is a sophomore as well. Lots of sophomores in the top ten. She's averaging 25.5 points per game and 11.5 rebounds per game. I personally haven't seen her in play, so I don't know what her game's like. Um, but based on her statistics and everything, I think number 9 is pretty accurate. At number 10, we have Ashley Jones from Iowa State, who's a forward. She is a senior, and she's averaging 19.3 points per game, 9.2 rebounds per game, and 2.3 assists per game. I personally think she should be lower. Um... I think that she should be around number 14 or 15 on this list. At number 11 is Diamond Miller from Maryland. She plays a little bit of everything, to be honest. So I put her down as a guard slash forward. She's a senior. She's obviously entering the WNBA draft this year. She's averaging 18.3 points per game and 6.9 rebounds per game. She's been impressive. I think 11 is an accurate spot for her who I think should be number 10, but is ranked number 12. She's a, such an underrated player so far this year. Maddie Segrist from Villanova. She plays a little bit of everything. She's a senior. 27.8 points per game and 12.5 rebounds per game. I think this year she's definitely bumping herself up in the draft, which is going to be awesome for her. Because if I actually... Let me go back. I want to see um where I put her because... I think, um, Maddie Seagrass, um, let's see, so I actually don't even have her down, I don't know, I obviously know that she is a senior this year, she might be going for a fifth year if I don't have her down, but she's definitely going to be in the first round, that's for sure. At number 13, um, I think this is pretty accurate is Mackenzie Holmes from the University of Indiana. She's a forward who's a senior, averaging 19.9 re uh, 
19.9 points per game and 7.1 rebounds per game. At number 14, accurate as well, McKenzie and this player could get switched around, but number 14, we have Aaliyah Edwards from UConn, who's a forward, who's a junior, averaging 17.5 points per game and 9.1 rebounds per game. She's been impressive, and I bet you her average is just going to continue to go up as well. At number 15, we have Charisma Osborne from UCLA, who's a small guard, really small, but she gets her spot so effectively. She is a senior. She's averaging 18.1 points per game and 6.5 rebounds as a small guard. At number 16, who I think she could be a little bit lower, is Haley Van Lith from Louisville. <coughs> Excuse me. Don't know where that came from. Um, She's a junior, so she'll still be here next year, but I feel like um obviously with louisville i don't not even wait are they even ranked now um let me check let me check let me check yeah with louisville not even ranked now i don't know if she should be up that high but she is averaging 19.8 points per game 5.6 rebounds per game 3.3 assists per game overall she's still like an amazing player so she's definitely on this list i just don't know if she's as high as number 16 at number 17, we have Jordan Horston from Tennessee, who's a guard, who's a senior, averaging 16 points per game, 6.4 rebounds, and 3.2 assists. Also, And then we have at number 18, Tyler Mikasel, uh from Ohio State. She's a guard senior, averaging 17.5 points per game, 2.3 assists. Then we have number 19, J.C. Sheldon from Ohio State, who's a guard, Senior, averaging 16 points per game, 3.2 assists per game. At number 20, an underrated guard, which nobody ever talks about her. I don't understand. But Deja Kelly from North Carolina, who's playing excellent basketball right now. A guard who's a junior. She's averaging 15.4 points per game, 4.4 rebounds, and 4.2 assists per game. Now, at number 21, I think she should be around the 17 or 16 spot, is Emily Kaiser from the University of Michigan. She's a forward, and she's playing her fifth year right now, and she's averaging 18.4 points per game, 6.8 rebounds, and 3.3 assists. I don't understand why she's not higher, in my opinion. At number 22, from South Carolina, who's a guard, we have senior Zia Cook. She's averaging 14.1 uh, points per game and 2.4 assists per game. I personally don't know if she should be in this list. She is incredible. Don't get me wrong on that. But this year, I don't feel like she's been performing as well as we all think she could. And I definitely think that this person right here should be ranked above her. Number 23, Maddie Williams from Oklahoma. Forward senior. She's having 15.9 points per game, 5.4 rebounds, and 2.3 assists. I personally think she should be ranked higher than Zia Cook. At number 24, we have Diamond Johnson from NC State, a guard who's a junior, 13.9 points per game, 3.9 assists per game. Keep in mind, we have no freshmen on here so far, except for number 25, Tania Lawson, Latson, sorry, from Florida State. She's a guard, a freshman, averaging 25 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, and 2.9 assists per game. I understand why they have her at number 25 just because she's a freshman, but man, she needs to be up there higher, especially if she's going to continue it at this rate. Okay, some players that also receive votes, I'm not going to go through all of them because there is definitely a lot on this list. 
I'm going to go through more of the names that you guys might know. And, um, yeah. Okay, so we have Grace Berger from Indiana. I definitely think that she should be ranked on this list. I don't understand why she's not. We also have Asia Blackwell from Baylor, who's playing excellent. Whoa, who's playing excellent so far. Um, also, Camelia Cardoso from South Carolina. And Sonia Citron, okay, most of you might not know her name. She's from Notre Dame, but man, she's actually really fun to watch. I love watching her play. Um, we also have Monica Shizano from Iowa. She's on the verge of being raked, as well as Gabby Gregory from Kansas State, Aubrey Griffin from UConn, Rory Harmon from Texas, um, Hannah Jump from Stanford, and Nika Miol from UConn, Lou Lopez Sen- Senatol, I think is how you say her last name, from UConn, Ashley Awusu from Virginia Tech, Tahina Pow from University of Oregon, Alyssa Peely, which I think she should definitely be ranked from Utah, and Daya Rogers from Oregon, um, let's see, and lastly, Stephanie Soares from Iowa State, those are some girls, there's also a lot more listed, but I don't want to go through all of them, because I'll be on here for another 10 minutes if I do. Okay, so right now, also, ESPN put out some, like, player of the week, team of the week, win of the week, and coach of the week. So, for player of the week, you have Angel Reese from LSU, who has been playing outstanding, and I feel like she's still so underrated. I don't understand why. Obviously, she's just a sophomore, so we're going to be seeing two more years of this, and she is just such a dominant performer. And not only does she play offense, she plays defense, too. She plays excellent defense, and so... She's long and lengthy, and she's so athletic, and she just puts the ball in the hoop almost every time she touches it. Team of the week is UCLA. I know that they've had some pretty good wins, and um, yeah, they just have them as team of the week. For a win of the week, I said this last week, this was going to be the game of the week for sure, but win of the week was Notre Dame number five, or was number five Notre Dame against number, was number six Virginia Tech. Notre Dame won this game 63-52, to and it was an amazing game, but this was considered the win of the week. For Coach of the Week, we have head coach of uh, University of Illinois, Shauna Green. I know Illinois, I think, had a pretty good win this week. I can't recall from who, but they had a good win. Okay, now I'm going to go, this is the last thing, I'm going to go over the ranked top 25 for this week. There has been some movements, that's for sure. Um, and actually, let me pull up my, I keep all of my notes in my binder, and so I'm able to go back and look at any of it at any point. And so, that's one thing I love about, like, keeping notes and everything on paper. Um, let me see. Do I did I even go over the rankings from last week? What the heck? Hang on guys, give me one second. I'm getting there. Um let's see, so many papers. So I want so for you could probably hear my paper moving, you guys. <laughs> um let me check this one as the last page. Um Dang it, I don't, I don't have it written down in order, it looks like. Yeah, I don't have it written down in order. Okay, that's fine. 
Um, but we're gonna go over the rankings. So at number one, we still have South Carolina at twelve and zero. At number two, the top four remain the same. The remain the same. I'm sorry, top five remain the same. Number two, we have Stanford thirteen and one. Uh, number three, we have Ohio State at thirteen and zero. Number four, we have Indiana at twelve and zero. And number five, we have Notre Dame at ten and one. Then we have number six, North Carolina creeping their way up there at nine and two. Number seven, NC State, eleven and one. Number eight, Virginia Tech at eleven and one. Number nine, UConn at nine and two. Number ten, LSU at twelve and zero, which I think they should be ranked number eighth in my opinion. Number eleven, UCLA at twelve and one. Number twelve, Utah, who's twelve and zero. Number thirteen, Iowa, who is ten and three. Number fourteen, Iowa State, who's eight eight and two. Excuse me. Number fifteen, Maryland, who's ten and three. Number sixteen, Oregon, ten and two. Number seventeen, Arkansas, thirteen and two. They had their first two losses this week. Number eighteen, Arizona, who's ten and one. Number nineteen, Michigan, who's been playing amazing. I don't understand why they're ranked so low, but they're eleven and one. Number twenty, Kansas, who's ten and one. Number twenty-one, Creighton, who's eight and three. Which I think that they're going to drop out of the rankings after this week. Number twenty-two, Gonzaga, who's twelve and two. Number twenty-three, Oklahoma, who's ten and one, who finally crept their way back into the rankings. Number twenty-four, Baylor, who's nine and three, and number twenty-five, Saint John's, who's twelve and zero. So there's only a couple undefeated teams remaining, which is number twenty-five, Saint John's. At twelve and zero, and then number twelve Utah at twelve and zero, and then number ten LSU at twelve and zero, and then the in, number four Indiana twelve and zero, number three Ohio State thirteen and zero, and number one South Carolina at twelve and zero. So we definitely have March Madness is definitely going to be a fun one. I know the Stanford South Carolina matchup was incredible, in which Stanford was so close to winning that game. So I'm interested to see. Um, the next time they play, and then I'm interested to see if like Ohio State or Indiana or even Notre Dame um, could get a potential win or even a shot at the um, at the trophy for March Madness. So I think that it's definitely gonna be a lots a lot of fun. Um, I know we're on Christmas break right now, at least for most teams. So the next game isn't until Tuesday, so a pretty light week. And I didn't write down the games, but let's see. I'll pull it up right now just so I can tell you guys because I'm pretty sure if I remember off the top of my head, there are some good ones for sure. And so hang on, guys, one second. Yeah, so the next game isn't until Tuesday, the 27th. And... There aren't many games. There's only four games on that day. Um, Wednesday the 28th is when most teams start back up again. So uh, let's see. A good game, some good games, is Rhode Island against Princeton. Rhode Island's 9-2. and two. Princeton is 7-3. and three. And then number 19, Michigan, plays against Nebraska. That's going to be a really good game, actually. That'll be one that you definitely want to watch. Also, Villanova versus Marquette. Villanova's 10-3, Marquette's 9-3. That'll be a good one. As well as number 9, UConn versus number 21, Creighton. And also, the uh, undefeated number 3, Ohio State, plays against Northwestern. 
On Thursday, the 29th, we have number four, Indiana, against Michigan State, which Michigan State has had some upsets, so we can see if they could potentially bring Indiana their first loss. We also have number five, Notre Dame, against Miami, number eight, Virginia Tech, against Clemson. Clemson. I say Clemson. (laughs) Um... We also have number one, South Carolina against Texas A&M. Ooh, this will be a good one. Number 10, LSU against number 17, Arkansas. Number 22, Gonzaga against Pepperdine. Um, ooh, this will be a good one, too. Uh, Virginia, who's been playing well, uh, plays against Georgia Tech, who's 9-3. and three. Also, T- Syracuse, who's 10-2, and two, plays against Louisville, who's 10-4. and four. That should be a good one. Um, dang, there's so many games on Thursday the 29th. Definitely a game you want to, games you want to tune into. Uh, also two good games right here, uh, all unranked teams, but Auburn, who's 10-2, and two, plays against Ole Miss, who's 11-2, and two, and Georgia, 11-3, and three, plays against Alabama, who's 11-2. and two. Those will be some good ones. And then another great one is number six, North Carolina, plays against Florida State, which Florida State isn't ranked, but they are 12-2. They They are definitely playing well. Um, number seven, NC State plays against Duke, who's who's eleven and one, and then we have an in-state rivalry between number eighteen Arizona against Arizona State. And guys, I'm still going. This is crazy. And we have number thirteen Iowa plays against Purdue, who's ten and two. They've been playing well. And let's see. That is it for Thursday. Dang, so many games. Moving on to Friday, number 15, Maryland, plays against Minnesota, who's 8-5. and five. Um, Ooh, number, uh, I'm sorry, Colorado, who's 10-3, and three, plays against Washington, who's 9-2. and two. I can see that being a close game. And then we also have number 12, Utah, who plays against Washington State. And South Florida USF has been playing really well. Also, I know they've pulled off some big upsets. They're eleven and four, and they play against Tulane, who's nine and three. Game of the week, right here for sure. We have number eleven UCLA plays against number sixteen Oregon. That'll be an excellent game. Uh, moving on to Saturday, Saturday the thirty first, which I know I'm gonna have a podcast before this, but I just am scrolling through this and really want to talk to you guys about it. We have number twenty five, St. John's plays against Georgetown, who's eight and four, and then we have number three, Ohio State, who plays against number nineteen, Michigan. That'll be a good one. Number nine, UConn plays against Marquette. Number twenty three, Oklahoma plays against West Virginia, who's nine and two. They've been playing well, also. Um, number 14, Iowa State plays against Texas Tech, in which Texas Tech is 11-1, and one, so they've been playing well. Number 24, Baylor plays against TCU, who's 6-5. and five. Uh, Kansas State, who's 11-2, and two, plays against Texas, who's 8-4, and four, in which I could see that being a close and great game, actually. Number 21, Creighton plays against DePaul, who's 9-4. and four. Um, number twenty Kansas plays against Oklahoma State, who's ten and two. Number twenty two Gonzaga plays against LMU, who's four and nine. And number two Stanford plays against Arizona State. 
And number 18, Arizona plays against Cal, who is 9-3. Oh, and by the way, Arizona State is a 7-4. I did not mention that. And then for the first games of 2023, this will be the last time I'm talking. There are actually some really, really good games. I'm so excited. Great start to 2023. We have number five, Notre Dame, plays against Boston College, who's 11-4. Louisville, who's 10-4, plays against Duke, who's 11-1. Number four, Indiana, plays against Nebraska, who is 10-3. Also, another good game is Alabama, who's 11-2, plays against Tennessee, who's 7-6. Number 17, Arkansas, plays against Kentucky, who is 8-4. Florida State, 12-2, plays against Georgia Tech, who is 9-3. Number 10, LSU, plays against Vanderbilt, who is 9-5. Number 11, UCLA, plays against Oregon State, who is 17-4. I'm sorry, 7-4, not 17-4. That'd be crazy. Um... Number 12, Utah plays against Washington, who's 92. Number 13, Iowa plays against Illinois, who's 11 and 2. That'll be a good game. Ooh, a great game right here. Number 6, North Carolina plays against number 8, Virginia Tech. Um, another good one's Missouri, who's 11 and 2, plays against Auburn, who's 10 and 2. Great one here also. Number 16, Oregon plays against 10 and 2, UC- USC. Ole Miss plays against Mississippi State, in which both teams are 11-2. and two. And lastly, number 7, NC State plays against Syracuse, who's 10-2. and two. So we got some great games this week, especially um, up to the start of 2023. That is all I have for you guys today. Lots of information, that's for sure. I was really excited to share some of this stuff with you guys, my own thoughts and opinion as it relates to it all. Um, but that is it. So thank you guys all for joining in today. I hope everybody has a great Christmas and, um, and a great Christmas Eve. That's what I was going to say. A great Christmas Eve and a great Christmas. That wraps up episode 105 of the Tatiana Harness podcast.